the Pirelli Gran Premio d'Italia 2023. <laughs> we have a guest star today, my two and a half year old daughter. She will definitely be popping in and out. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Kurt and Dylan. It's Monza week, baby. This is one of, I don't know. I feel like I say this every time. I actually really enjoy this track. This is one of those old school classic Formula One tracks. Yes, I was watching the highlights from last year, and the, everyone's back wings are three inches tall. It's all the lowest downforce possible. It's such a fast track. Um, that chicane out of the gate always has just pure chaos. Like it, I'm super excited. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. It's our first time going to Italy this year since Imola was canceled. So it's Ferrari's first chance to shine in front of, their, in front of the Tifosi or not. It's their time to <laughs> fail in front of the Tifosi in <laughs> glorious fashion, I'm sure. Oh, man. I don't, I, I, we'll see what happens. Who knows? I am they, super. They you well. sent me that, that uh, meme about the Monza curse. Yes. That's super interesting. Yeah. So the, let's go over that. The Monza curse. Go back to 2019. Charles Leclerc won in Monza. 2020, Charles Leclerc crashed. That year, 2020, Gasly won. 2021, the next year, Gasly DNF'd and Daniel Ricciardo won. Daniel Ricciardo, the following year, DNF'd and Verstappen won. So if the curse holds true, then this isn't going to be a good year for old Maxi Boy. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be, if that happens, the, I mean, he's going to, this is his chance to set a new world record at 10 in a row on wins. It'd be pretty, and, and, and I mean, that Red Bull is going to be so blistering fast around Monza, it's not even going to yeah. be funny. Like, he's got to win in the bag, but if he were to crash out, that would be crazy. It, it would be. It would be. It'll be the, just show that the curse is real. But yeah, man, one of those classic tracks, this track was built in 1922. It's been on the F1 calendar since 1950. I think it's only missed one year since then. It's, it's, just, it's one of the OGs. Yeah, one of the, I think it, I read it was the, one of the three oldest purpose-built tracks in the world following i forget what the first one was but the second one was uh, uh indianapolis interesting i didn't know that so that was pretty cool that is pretty cool and i mean i think it's interesting and they added a, a the chicane in so it'll never be broken but the lap record here is held by rubens barrichello in 2004 yeah yeah he, he got the highest top speed ever on a formula one track which i think was like 224 miles an hour which is wild yeah, that's, and then you got to hit the brakes a hundred meters from the stopping point and just pray <laughs> that they work. Right. Yeah. I was watching, uh, one of the drivers was talking about this track and how they have such low downforce. They're going so fast, but you know, the side effect of that is when they get to the turns, it's just like driving a tractor. Like it's pushing the front end through the turn. And it's like, they're just trying to survive through the turns so they could hit the straight again. Cause they're full throttle for 80% of this track. Which yeah. is crazy. So it's gonna, it's definitely gonna favor those cars that have a good top speed, you know, high horsepower or high, you know, power cars. So a couple Which, guys are gonna be looking good this weekend, I think. A couple are not. A couple are gonna be struggling, and we'll yeah. see if any of those guys are wearing red. Even though Ferrari's got their special livery on, so we'll, which we'll doesn't see look all that. I mean, it's nothing crazy. I like it better than last year's. Last year when they yeah, threw the, the yellow on, yellow was, fin. Yeah, it was weird. Remember in the last year, the um, pit crew were all in yellow. Right, yeah. They, they might not want to bring attention to themselves after what they did last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That 
rocket powered mohawk video i was <laughs> dying laughing everyone needs to go watch it shout out to him because that that shit is hilarious but he's the making a murderer and it's the charles leclerc <laughs> <laughs> like it's so, he is hilarious i would love to sit down and talk with that guy oh my gosh yes so back to the track though um we're on there's a fly in my face excuse me <laughs> that lizard needs to eat it the gecko Where is or whatever that from last he disappeared time. Uh, we got the softest tire lineup, C3 through C5. Um, generally, pretty decent deg around here. We'll, we'll see, I think, all three tires if it's not raining. Um, but it, generally a one to two pit stop um, race. I like the length of this track. It's a little bit longer, 5.7 kilometers, and Ooh. it's a minute 22 around the track. I, I like the that. I think that's a really good time. I hate the tracks that are like real close to one minute. Yeah. Um, you got more time around the track and uh only 11 turns it is and this weekend is they're bringing back the ata which is the alternative tire allocation for quali so as long as it doesn't rain then uh q1 they're gonna have to wear hards q2 they're gonna do the mediums and q3 they're gonna do the softs which i i kind of like that that's pretty cool i'm excited for it i was upset that that didn't happen at the last time uh because it rained out but or, or no because it was supposed to be at it got canceled it's supposed Imola. to be at, at Imola. um yeah i'm super excited to see how this goes i think it adds a really big um just variable like i think some cars don't perform that well largely on the hards yeah if, how fast can you get those tires fired up and can you hold them in the temperature range i, I think yep. it'll be fun it is this is the course, also don't forget, this is the course where, uh, what was it, 2021, where Max Verstappen parked his car on top of Lewis Hamilton? On his head. <laughs> on Lewis's head, yeah. Well, uh, Max, last year, Max qualified, I'm, I've got it up in front of me now, P2. Leclerc was on pole, but Max took a grid penalty and started down in seventh. He took a five-place grid penalty. Um and so last year we had the Danny Rick went out of the race. We had Vettel go out of the race. It was Nick DeVries's, uh drive in the Williams that set him up for being a, a, a star a rookie. <laughs> set him up for being an Alpha Tauri driver somehow, but he got points on debut, which made him look good. Yep. And then Max went from P7 all the way up to P2 in about two laps. Blue by Leclerc sailed off into the sunset. Um, but George Russell got on the podium, he was P3. Carlos Sainz started way in the back, he was awesome to watch last year. He started in 18th place and he finished, um, in fourth place. He was crushing it last year here. It was so fun to watch him. Um, but we had a full safety car, we had a VSC last year. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was. It was an awesome race. I think for me, the biggest disappointment is that Danny's not going to be in this year. Yeah. You know, he had, uh, what was that, 2021, he won here, which, of course, a lot of cars were out. Max and Lewis got taken out, so he was able to win the race. 2022, he had a decent a decent qualifying. He qualified eighth, and then because of a slew of penalties, uh, he got he started the race in fourth. Um, but then, you know, he DNF'd. So I would, I'm really excited to see him here this year. But you know, he's still recovering. I hear that he's supposed to be out for the next race as well, which I think he's hopefully, hopefully not too much longer than that. 
I mean, like, what was Stroll came back in like 12 days, but that was a, you know, he probably had a wrist uh, brace on and yeah. it probably wasn't too detrimental to him. You saw him a couple of times, like, take his hand off the steering wheel and, and flex his wrist because he was getting stiff. But I mean, if you broke a bone in your hand, that's a lot harder to like manipulate everything on that steering wheel and, and yeah. your wrists. So that doesn't surprise me. I feel bad for his comeback, but I think this year is going to be a good race. I really do. I'm excited. Let's get to the let's get to the predictions. All right. So I actually went back and forth, and superstition and lore has kind of swayed my results Ooh, here a little bit. So Max isn't <laughs> going to be P1 on yours. Oh, man. All right. So let's start, as we always do, let's start with pole. And as we always um, say, it's Max, you know. So I'm trying. I'm going to shake the tree this week. I love it when All you right? shake the tree because it's more points for me, and it generally, you know, makes things entertaining <laughs> during the. Please say that Leclerc is going to do good. Please say Leclerc is going to do good. I'm not going to. No spoiler alerts. We'll get there. But I always. I feel like I'm so far behind in points now that I have to go against you in order to have any hope of coming back. But I really do believe that this week is going to be the week that things are going to happen a little bit differently. And I'm going on pole with Fernando Alonso. He's, he's, ha- he's been good so far this year at all the low dra- downforce courses, all the high power circuits. He's done pretty well. So I'm, I'm going to put Alonso on pole this weekend. That's interesting. That'd be a lot of fun, but I'm going with Max. I, that's uh, probably going to happen, but yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. see. I'm surprised you're going with the Aston Martin and not the McLarens. I know, and I don't. I don't know. I just Aston Martin historically this well historically, but this year, so looking at Baku, Canada, Austria, some other low downforce tracks, Aston Martin's had a pretty good showing. So we all know I love the McLarens, but I think I think Alonso's going to do it. So who do you got for P three? Fernando Alonso. Fernando, my P three. I'm going with my boy Lando. Going with I Lando. I think McLarens are going to look good this weekend. I agree. P2, I've got Lando. Ooh, that makes me happy. But my P2, I think it's we're going to see a resurgence of the Mexicans. So I got Checo Perez on P2. So I thought about that, and then I was looking at last year's stats, and Checo qualified P4 here and ended the race in P6. And so just <laughs> his, his run of not doing super hot has he historically didn't do too hot here i don't i just i don't know i think that red bull is going to be a rocket ship as it always is but he just somehow manages i think the pressure is getting back on him like i think he after last week you know falling out of the podium i think that pressure is just that getting turned up and i think he's not going to do well Mm. we'll see we'll see i hope that for my sake and my points he gets a p2 (laughs) uh p1 i got max oh dylan there is a monza curse do you not understand what's going to happen i think he there's two other curses this year that he blew on through and won anyway yeah he's kind of invincible at this point but i don't think so i think the monza curse is going to hold through hold so true. who's gonna win monza kurt he's he's getting his 33 33rd win man the old man fernando alonso, alonso. he's gonna take it he's gonna take it finally I'm, 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 I'm willing it into existence. Uh, I was <laughs> on the Instagrams the other day and it showed the video of Alonzo in 2018 at Le Mans. And 
him just walking by cars constantly. Like it, it yep. was just passing. He won Le Mans, uh, but he just passed everybody like nine times. And it's like, well, I guess that's what happens when a two-time world champion Formula One driver goes to a lower-tier racing. It's just not even fair. It's not even fair. Yep. Uh, All right. Wild card. This I, We might have the same wild card. It wouldn't surprise me. I wrote it and was like, we'll see. It wouldn't surprise me. All right. Logan Sargent will get his first points this weekend. Oh, and that's wild because I was thinking about it. And the only reason <laughs> I, I didn't, because that's been my wild card like three or four times already this year. But I do feel that it's going to happen. He had a crappy outing last weekend. And apparently this is one of the final or the last course that he actually knows until yep. the end of the year. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. And honestly, I think the Williams are going to do very well this weekend. Yes, I do too. They've also done well at the low downforce, high power circuits. Um, so I, I think they have a, a chance. It's all up to Logan and whether or not he can hold it together. So I would love to see that. Um, but yeah, I think anybody, those Mercedes, I think that the Mercedes power unit might be underpowered compared to the Red Bull. But I do think it's probably the second fastest power unit out there right now. I'm very curious yeah. to see. You know, obviously I've got Lando up in P2. I think McLaren's going to be fast. I think Williams is going to be fast. My I don't know is Mercedes because historically they are not top speed oriented. And so Correct. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some upgrades this weekend to, to try and combat that. But I, Mercedes is my big question mark. How are they going to do? Right. You know, I also wouldn't be surprised if Ferrari does pretty well. I mean, they've also done well this year at the high speed courses. Yeah, but then they Sorry. do their pit stops and their strategy, and and that's there. Yes, know, the, and and, so. but you've got you got Charles Leclerc who's just at the mercy of everybody, and then you got Carlos Sainz who's calling all the shots for his side. So leading into my wild card, Charles Leclerc, or I'm, I'm sorry, Carlos Sainz is going to have a better result than Charles Leclerc this weekend. He's gonna score more points. He's gonna finish higher than him, whatever the case may be. But Sainz will have a better result than Charles Leclerc on Sunday. You want to throw in for an extra point what, where he's going to finish at? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually had him on my uh, I had him on my on my podium and then I knocked him down. So I would if I was going to say I'd say that signs will probably be around P4. So I think that's fair and I do think Ferrari's going to be fast here. I think that their tire management of the car is going to be kind of their they they've historically here done multiple pit stops and some teams are able to run long. And so that's kind of my like, ah, are y'all going to be able to, to keep the tire dig managed? And also, are they going to be able to hold it together for multiple pit stop? That's more chances for it's more opportunity to flub something up, you know, for the pit crew to be sitting there going, oh, hey, look, one of our cars is right there. Oh, check that hey, out. Hey, eating my pasta here. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it should be interesting. I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm hoping for a dry race for once. And I know that's kind of weird, but it's mm -hmm. been, the rain's been a ton of fun. But I kind of want to uh, let's shake everybody out again. Where What's the stand up right now? <laughs> Just so we can get a good baseline for the second yeah. half of the season. Yep. I, I, I kind of hope for a dry race. All right. We'll bring it on. Well, man. Hey, if you guys like this podcast, make sure you leave us a rating and a review and make sure and share it with a friend. You got anything else this weekend or this week? I think that's Dylan? it. Sweet, man. Well, I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. So on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time.